Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Tuesday, February 23rd. Today on the show, we will visit with Joe Rexroad of The Athletic to talk Vols, Kentucky, Vandy, and Belmont hoops as the regular season comes to an end this week. We will get you ready for Tuesday night's Preds game and remind you of one superstar in Nashville that you need to be tracking. And let's be honest, there's no real reason to talk about that awful performance in Dallas by the Memphis Grizzlies on Monday night. They could use the two nights off. The 440 is brought to you for free every morning by the Kingston Group, Nashville's locally owned, award-winning, custom home and remodeling firm. We here on 440 Sports are all about critical thinking. And if you're going to build a house or undertake some massive remodel on your home, probably going to cost a whole lot of money, and it's going to take a lot of planning, which means you need critical thinking. And this is why we recommend the Kingston Group. It takes critical thinking to organize a budget. It takes critical thinking to align communication. It takes critical thinking to do all of these things so that your vision for your home is aligned with their trusted process and you get exactly what you paid for at the end of the day. This is why we recommend the Kingston Group. Check out their website. Let their work do the talking. I've said it before. You'll love what you see. Check out the site, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. There was some late breaking news Monday evening, uh, a tweet that is, from Isaiah Wilson, Titans offensive tackle, that he is, quote, done with the Titans or done with football with the Titans or something along those lines. He then quickly deleted the tweet. We will have full analysis and a breakdown of John Robinson's decision-making process throughout this entire ordeal with Isaiah Wilson and the Tennessee Titans coming up on the Wednesday edition. There was not a whole lot of time to get into it on this particular edition of the show on Tuesday morning, so I just wanted to let you guys know that it did happen. We are aware of it, and we'll have some in-depth analysis concerning Isaiah Wilson and whether or not he's still a Tennessee Titan coming up on Wednesday. I wanted some more time to digest it all and and really think it all through before I gave you my opinion on it. So, uh, again, Isaiah Wilson tweeting that essentially he's done playing football for the Tennessee Titans, then quickly immediately deleting that tweet all happening late on Monday evening. We will again have further and more in-depth analysis of the situation coming up on Wednesday. Two of the worst four teams in the NHL are on the ice tonight in Detroit when the Predators try to build off of their solid showing from Saturday evening. Two games with the Red Wings should be just what this team needs to build some confidence this week. Emphasis on the word should. The Preds are getting healthier, and four points this week leading into a five-game homestand could be the streak this team needs to get back into the playoff picture, which in 2021 is only like one good week of hockey away for everybody. However, another atrocious showing against Detroit, like the last time they played two weekends ago at Bridgestone Arena, could also kickstart the rebuild that fans have been clamoring for. Needless to say, this is a huge couple of games for a lot of people over at 501 Broadway. Monday offered up a glimpse at something all Nashville sports fans need to start tracking. Vanderbilt ace Kumar Rocker made his first start of the season for the Vanderbilt baseball team. And along the lines of Belmont basketball or Ja Morant or Nashville SC's late season surge, this is just one of those non-traditional sports stories that you need to be following. Rocker is a straight stud. He's the best prospect at any level of baseball and will be the number one pick in the draft coming up this summer. He pitched into the fifth inning, struck out eight batters, gave up one hit, no runs, and Vanderbilt won 14-1 over Wright State on Monday in their season debut. I'm not saying you need to be live-streaming midweek college baseball games anytime soon, 
But this dude is a David Price level superstar, and all of Nashville should be paying attention because this season will be your last chance to watch him pitch in a Vanderbilt uniform. He is absolutely worth your time and investment. You will not be disappointed. Oh, and Vanderbilt's number two pitcher, Jack Leiter, Al Leiter's boy, also probably a top 10 pick in the baseball draft coming up this summer. Must see television, folks. Let's talk some college hoops on the show. We've got questions about the upside for the University of Tennessee. Is Kentucky actually capable of making a run in the SEC tournament? Has Vanderbilt shown improvement? And can Belmont get into the big dance if they slip up in the OVC tournament? To answer every one of those questions, we welcome Joe Rexroad of The Athletic to the 440. Joe, give us your thoughts on Tennessee's upside. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10. What does this team need to do if it's going to win in the NCAA tournament? There, there's a run in that team. The problem with Tennessee to me is that there's a floor, there's a ceiling, and there's a pretty big gap between them, and this team keeps toggling bet- between those things, and that shouldn't still be happening at this point in the year. You know, you also have to keep in mind it's been so different. So many people in that program have been affected by COVID-19, and you have to keep that in mind. But still, it's it's kind of befuddling to watch these guys go from game to game, look so good one night and so bad the next. To me, if there's one key, it's just not relying on jump shots because I think this team way too easily settles into that. I think that starts with John Fulkerson and Eve Pons. Those guys have got to attack more, look to go to the line, force people to guard you. I think with Fulkerson in particular, I mean, Pons has still been an all-around really terrific player. Fulkerson is the most puzzling individual story on this team because I thought he was lined up for a huge senior year, and he seems to have lost his confidence and his aggression. Actually, asked Rick Barnes this week, you know, is there some kind of physical ailment we don't know about? And he said basically no, and this, this is – this is something they've been trying to figure out, and Fulkerson understands it. But if they don't have someone they can throw the ball into here and there, and maybe that's posting up Keon Johnson or whatever it is, you can't just rely on hitting jump shots and being in transition. If they're in transition, they're going to kill you. But when you make them play a half-court game and they just settle for jumpers, they could go out early. So let's look at Kentucky and then maybe Vanderbilt as well. How have those two teams progressed and evolved throughout the season? Obviously, Tennessee and Vanderbilt are going to play this week. Kentucky has to win the SEC tournament to get in. What do you make of the two coaching jobs that we've seen from John Calipari and Jerry Stackhouse? Anybody who watched them play last week, you're talking about 160 combined points in a really entertaining game. Look, I think both coaches have done really well, and I understand – there's some Kentucky fans or general college basketball fans that look at Kentucky's record and say, how could you possibly say John Calipari has done a good job, but he's kept his team playing. And you tell me it's easy at a program like Kentucky with so many guys thinking they're in college for one year to lose to the extent they've lost this year and to keep them playing and improving and defending. I think, I think it's pretty impressive. And I tell you what, I would not rule out a run in Nashville for the Cats at this point. You know, the Tennessee win, they were uncommonly hot from outside early in that game. But to their credit, they cooled off in the second and held that lead and played good defense. And they've got length and talent and athleticism and it's starting to come together. I think Jerry Stackhouse also has done a good job keeping Vanderbilt going. I mean, they've been so close to so many wins here. And certainly it's fair to say, hey, they've got to learn how to win. You know, make the play late, get the stop, make the good decision on the offensive side of the ball, hit a free throw, 
But still, I mean, look at them now versus early in the year. That's a team, too, right now lining up to play the first day in Nashville, but really capable of beating anybody in this league. So let's take a look at the Belmont Bruins. And number one, is this team good enough to get into the tournament as an at-large should something happen in the OVC tournament? And either way, if they're in the NCAA tournament, how dangerous can this team be? This team is dangerous. It's really good. I mean, you're talking about a bulldog point guard who can get triple doubles, a postman and Nick Mazinski who could play for a lot of power five teams. And I think this team absolutely can win multiple games in the NCAA tournament. I also think this team should not feel great if it does not get through the OVC tournament because it's just like to me, it would be unfathomable for the committee to leave this team out like if it lost in the semis or something but the bottom line is you look at the resume did not get the power five opportunities and you just don't want to mess around with that at all so I don't know what would happen I still would guess they'd get in but they went out it's going to be fascinating to see how they are seated I mean I think this is a you know like a seven eight nine quality team but the resume is not that so if you're 28 and one could you be any worse than like a 12? I would hope not, but I, I, it's just, it's so hard to predict the committee this year, obviously even more than most years. Special thanks to Joe Rexroad of The Athletic. Just wanted to answer some key questions there for a variety of teams in the Middle Tennessee area that we care about. So always appreciate talking with Joe. The 440 is brought to you for free every morning by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned custom home and remodeling firm. The Kingston Group has spent years refining and establishing their process so that they can deliver what they say, when they say, and at the price that they promised. An in-house design team allows the Kingston Group to take the wheel for you and your home from soup to nuts without any surprises. Check out the finished product at buildkg.com and tell me their work isn't awesome. It's interior porn, people. Buildkg.com. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.